from Craig on the morning trail. Jen, I was going to ask you this, but I'll ask you live on the air here, I guess. Is your, let me guess on the last name, okay? <laughs> okay. Is it Burreal? Close. It's Burrilli. See, it's Italian. I, it doesn't look it. I thought I thought I would get too <laughs> fancy if I went that, so I just went with the Borelli. Yeah. It. Oh man, Italian. <laughs> it's a hard one. Well, and we we're just chatting. Now you've been yeah. in Missoula for twenty years. I have. Came yes. out with AmeriCorps. I did. And yeah. I and I said, "Where are you from originally?" And you said, "Upstate New York." And I said, "That's unusual." <laughs> and maybe not if you're from upstate New York right. and you meet other people from upstate New York out here. But usually, when I ask people if they're not from Montana somewhere, most often probably the Midwest, because mm -hmm. a lot of us grew up there having no idea the topography could be this beautiful. Yeah. And then ended up out here and went, I'm not going back. I'll go back <laughs> for the family reunion. I'll go back at Christmas once in a while, but I'm not going back. Uh, or West Coast, a lot of people from the West Coast. Right, yeah, there's a few of us New Yorkers out here. Yeah, well, I've, <laughs> I've, I, I know a good friend of mine who... who uh, uh, I've known for probably 15 years now is from a, a small town in that in that region mm. anyway you are here to talk about two things first let me remind people that missoula gives uh b b e e the change for missoula kicks off tomorrow at five o'clock in the afternoon i'm looking at the website right now which means one day 11 hours 22 minutes and 47 seconds from right now and it goes until friday at 8 p.m and there are a lot of organizations that one can donate to, not that you can only donate to one, but one can donate to uh, during that time. And it's, it's really one of those time periods where it makes you really, really happy to be part of the fabric of this community because people are so generous. Now, uh, uh, Jen is the resettlement director uh, with uh, International Rescue Committee which is an international organization, but it's interesting in that there are chapters all over the place. Correct, yeah. We are a uh, international humanitarian aid organization uh, serving uh, vulnerable people all over the world, but the work that we do in the United States and the work that we do here in Missoula is refugee resettlement. So we're working with vulnerable populations, people fleeing persecution, um, from other countries that have waited a long time to be resettled in the United States. Getting longer all the time, too. Yes, yeah. that, is, that is true. When, now, you've been with the organization since it formed here in Missoula two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. What kind of changes have you seen in those two and a half years in terms of the resettlement of refugees and the, the problems encountered, the opportunities in general? Yeah, well, I think here locally what we've seen is really uh, finally families are starting to integrate in the community. They're really thriving. Um, some folks may have seen in the news that uh, a few of the Congolese families that we first resettled. Yeah, I saw that in the Missoula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they started their own congregation, um, which is pretty amazing. It is. And so I think, um, you know, obviously folks are working out in the community, children are going to school, um, but really to get involved in creating a congregation, um, they, they approached Mayor Engen on their own, you know, that, those kinds of steps are really impressive and what show me that families are really integrating into the fabric of Missoula. So this is a Congolese, or these are Congolese families. Can you give me just a just a short list of, of countries that you can think of off the top of your head that have uh, refugees that have resettled in Missoula? Yeah, so we're resettling f uh, four main populations, and um, due to administrative changes, um, 
that that has changed a little bit. So we're mostly resettling Congolese and Eritrean families. So the Congolese are coming from a variety of different countries in East Africa. So Tanzania, Uganda, uh, Burundi, Malawi, but they're they're all of Congolese nationality. Right, and and there is a lot of uh, a lot of uh, strife in that part of the world, and and a lot of reasons that people would feel a need to resettle in order to keep their families and themselves safe. Correct. Yeah. Um, right now, there are about 25 million refugees in the world right now, and uh, only less than half of a percent of those get resettled in a third country like the United States. So many are um, in refugee camps or urban areas, um, possibly unable to work. So a lot of the Congolese that were resettling to Missoula have been in refugee camps for 15 to 20 years. I was going to say, this is a multi-generational situation mm -hmm. with some of these families. Yeah, some of the children have been born in, in the camps. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, it's, it's quite special. Um, for families to be able to start a real life here in Missoula, get a job, provide for their families. Now, I know you don't want to get too far into the politics. I can sense that, that there's really no win in that. But but the change in where the families are coming from, uh, that is a result of, of current immigration policies. Is that correct? Well, the the number of refugees that are allowed to come to the U.S. has drastically reduced. Right. And that, you know, the, the president of the United States every October 1st gets to decide, uh, the president and the president alone gets to decide the number of refugees coming. But yes, administrative policies have restricted who can come uh, to the United States. So, for example, we also started when our office opened, we were resettling um, Syrian and Iraqi families right. as well. Um, we haven't resettled a, a Syrian family in over a year and a half. And in about the same time, we've resettled one family from Iraq. So, and you know, it's unfortunate. A lot of people don't know, especially families from Iraq, um, a lot of times they're fleeing persecution because they specifically helped the U.S. government and the U.S. military. There was a story on uh, National Public Radio this morning on the, on the news specifically about that. People who had worked as translators and worked with American forces and who provided um, a, a great service to our to our military mm -hmm. who are being denied entry yep. into the country. All right, enough about that. Let's talk about the good things. Uh, I think a lot of the 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 Syrian refugees and and we have seen over the years the integration of those families into our community and the the how valuable I believe and, mm -hmm. and a lot of us in this community believe that is to the fabric of this community and what an interesting process it is to see as people come in that have had careers that have mm -hmm. had professional careers and come into a, a new country the little kids they pick up the language quickly that you is know? true <laughs> they are so resilient um and adaptable but it's a little tougher for the next generation, but you watch these families and you watch the progress and you watch them figure out a way to start a new life. Mm -hmm. And it's really inspirational. Yeah, you're right. And and um, that's a good point that you bring up. I mean, we we are resettling folks with different education backgrounds. Some people have bachelor's degrees or master's degrees. Right. Um, other folks, you know, have limited education depending on where they're coming from. Um, but yeah, the, the children are thriving. They're learning English at, at very fast rates. Um, and yeah, the families in general, I think due to the, the 
welcoming nature of the Missoula community, um, that's really made a difference in their transition. Okay, so now on uh, on Thursday, tomorrow, as I said, Missoula Give kicks off at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. You folks have been around for two and a half years in Missoula, so you participated in two of these before or one of these? Uh, this is our second year. This is our second so year. So okay. last year was super exciting for us. Last year was our first time participating in Missoula Gives, and um, it was very successful. Last year, we were specifically trying to raise money to help um, offset costs for summer camp for refugee uh-huh. youth. And um, one of the reasons is, uh, you know, as families transition here, they definitely are um coming to Missoula as low-income families until they get on their feet. But also, um, it really helps prevent summer learning loss for refugee youth. It helps them practice their English language skills. So that was our focus of our Missoula Gives campaign last year. What a, what a you know, for those of us that are not, quote-unquote, in the business, we don't think about things like that. Yeah. Most people that, that are thinking about their families over the summer, it's, what am I going to do with my kid mm-hmm. when school's not in session because I've got to work? And my significant other has to work, and we want a good environment that's safe and et cetera for the kid. Mm-hmm. But boy, it's a it's a compounded situation with the refugee families. Yeah, it? and we were lucky enough to uh, partner with the Missoula YMCA right. and uh, their Camp Imagination summer camp is a curriculum based uh, camp. So so it's not just all fun, although there's a lot of fun uh, that's involved, but it, it but it definitely has an um, education component, which is really important for the refugee youth to be successful. Not, not just that, but I would also think that just the integration with, with kids their own age mm-hmm. uh, to just make them feel like this is home. Yes. Yeah. yeah and to just be able to be kids again. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, do you have a specific goal for this year or is it more to do with just the overall uh, organization? Yeah, this year we, we also have another specific goal. This one is really, um, this year it's focused on welcoming the new refugee family. So as you can imagine, you know, that adjustment period is really difficult. Um, one of the the hardest pieces, as you know, in general housing is, is challenging right. in Missoula, um, but, but refugee families are coming without rental history, without credit, um, and usually don't start working until two to four months after they arrive to Missoula. So they really need a little additional support from the neighbors in Missoula to help them get on their feet. And so specifically that involves, you know, um, greeting people when we pick them up from the airport um, and take them to their new home, um, making sure they have a hot meal that night ready to go, uh, stocking their house with a few groceries so they've got food in the house, um, and just really making, giving them a warm a warm welcome, right. really. Which, for the most part, this community has been very good at. Uh, but it, it does take funding in order to get the actual physical situation dealt with. It does. And we've been lucky. I mean, we definitely get donations from uh, community members. We work with a group in Bozeman called Gallatin Refugee Connections that helps organize a donation drive every year so that we can uh, furnish a new home for a refugee family that's coming in with uh, toiletry kits and bedding and things like that. Um, But some of the costs that are uh, a little more challenging when families arrive are, you know, furnishings like couches, right. beds, um, and things like that. So, so anything that can help offset those costs, um, families are having to pay double deposits for rent, uh, for their apartments or rentals because of that lack of, you know, credit and rental history. Um, and so that, 
uh, can be a challenge. And there's uh, funding through the IRC to help support families as they get on their feet, but that funding is very limited. And so that's why we're asking, um, this Missoula Gives, we're asking for a little bit extra support from the community to offset those costs for families as they get on their feet here in Missoula. Uh, right. Well, it makes perfect sense. Thank you for all your hard work, by the way. Well, thanks, Craig. We appreciate uh, everything you folks do down there. I appreciate that. Uh, so the organization... If you would like to help out with Missoula Gives is the International Rescue Committee, IRC, and it will be on the website. And the website, first of all, uh, you can go to International Rescue Committee. Let's see, what's the actual website for? I guess it's, well, that's kind of complicated. Let's just have you. It's rescue.org yeah, um, is the national site, and right. the Missoula site is rescue.org forward slash Missoula. Okay. That's not that complicated, no. is it? It's not really. <laughs> Our Facebook page also works well because um, we keep that pretty updated okay. about events and right. things coming up. A lot easier for a lot of people to access. Mm -hmm. And then the Missoula Gives website, which you will need starting at 5 o'clock tomorrow, is very easy to get to. That is MissoulaGives.org. My guest this morning, Jen Bar... Hold on here. <laughs> Barbara Lee? <laughs> close. Barely. 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 So close. Almost there. Oh, yeah. It was, it was pretty close for an old Norwegian from Minnesota, yes, wasn't it? <laughs> My guest is Jen this morning, and uh, she is the resettlement director with the, um, the Missoula International Rescue Committee. Thank you so much for coming, and we appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Kim. You're welcome.